Welcome to Lunch Break Nerd Brawl, the only podcast that we know of where two nerds debate awesome nerdy topics and our slightly less nerdy friend uh, judges us. I'm Ryan. I'm Ty. And we've changed it up a little bit as the usual, and we have a special guest. I am Robbie. Yay! He is Robbie. I am Robbie. <laughs> a past episode. Yeah, the Santa one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you do two or just the one? I think, I think just, just the one. Just I think the, it's yeah. just the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Matt's not here because he quit. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be back next time. <laughs> Temporary quit. <laughs> Temporary quit. It's for load. It's yeah, also worth it's noting he's not. It's not Rona related. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. Just last minute things he's got to take care of, and yeah, we're all good. Um, Ryan just went out of his way to hit roadkill. But, <laughs> but it was already did. Ryan was nice enough to inform me last week of what the topic was, yes, and I yes, immediately yes. became impassioned by the side of the topic I get to argue today because yes, yes. while I, I do maintain quite a bit of ignorance on the other side of today's debate, I'm very passionate about my <laughs> stance today. Uh, so I'm super jazzed to be a part of this. Yes. And we are following our formula of me being clueless because uh, <laughs> What's I've new? seen none of it. <laughs> yeah, And I wish I haven't seen any of it. So it's Avatar and Dragon Ball Z, right? Yes, yep, yep, yep. Well, specifically, the live-action Avatar The Last Airbender, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Forever may his soul unrest. <laughs> and that'll be the position I'm taking today, is that it's a crap movie. Yep. However, Ryan will be arguing... Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, I, I'm going to debate that it is even worse crap. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which one's worse? That yes. It's even worse so it's crap. even worse crap than the crap that you got. That would be smellier crap, would it not? <laughs> Smell- smellier, looser crap, worse tasting. I don't, I don't know. Worse um, tasting. Oh, but a disclaimer, real quick. Uh, if you have any part of these movies, uh, please turn off this episode. Usually, we do not like our listeners to turn off our podcast, but this one, if you are a writer, producer, uh, someone who enjoyed it, uh, please. You don't want to listen or to this one. Listen to it and then call us up. <laughs> yeah. Let us know that you can come on and defend it. Yeah, the there we go. Okay, first of all, if you can come on the show and defend Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender, you have officially defended the indefensible. Congratulations, your career in politics will be long and sorted. <laughs> I do just want to say that so I haven't seen the original shows of either one <laughs> and I haven't seen the live action movies of either one. Okay. And preparing for this episode, I was thinking what I should do is just watch the movies that way I'm not biased by I feel like a lot of people hate the movies because they don't live up to the shows. Mm-hmm. But if I haven't seen the shows, then I can come into it with a fresh perspective. It's so but much everyone hates both movies so much, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to waste my time watching these oh. movies, so I didn't. Now, to clarify, I was saying before we actually came on to the recording side of things that, in fact, my own girlfriend uh, watched Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie, first. She thought it was reasonably adequate and relatively entertaining. Uh, my therapist, who I was speaking with earlier today, uh, <laughs> for other reasons, uh, I made mention this of doing like this. Sounds like a joke, but it's not. I, I, I made mention <laughs> of doing this episode. Uh, she, I mentioned the the things we'd be debating. She said that she found the movie entertaining and interesting. When I start to point you out, said the f- I need a new therapist. <laughs> well, no, well, yeah. Um, but when I typically when I start to make even just my one main point everybody's love of that movie tends to start really falling apart very quickly. Um, 
So how do you guys want to portray this? Like, do I just start ranting and then Ryan interrupts me and tells me why I'm wrong? <laughs> so, I mean, normally in this show, we debate, like, which superhero would win in a fight. But debating which movie is worse is kind of subjective. So I'm go- I have my own uh, lines of uh, judgment in my head. So okay. you guys can make your arguments, and then I'll uh, see which one is worse according to criteria. Okay. McRyan. What's that? McRyan. McRyan. Would you like to go first? Oh, so uh, I'll let you, you go first. I'll let you go oh, first. Okay. Let's go first. Guests first. Boy, this is going to be tough because now I won't even you know. Strongly no, no. <laughs> I actually, I think you should go first because you said you go a little easy on me since I haven't seen <laughs> the Dragon Ball movie. Uh, full disclosure, I'm not a huge fan of the Dragon Ball universe. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Those that love it, love it freely, whatever you want, but whatever. It never really spoke personally to me. Um, and so I, I do have uh, ignorance on this movie. I've never seen this movie. I watched the trailer before we showed up here. Um, I am just part of the Avatar fan base and am preparing to defend that Avatar is the worst live action <laughs> adaptation of a cartoon movie, not in this debate, in the history <laughs> of these adaptations. That includes not new Street some Fighter, of the, not the new Street Fighter either. I do want to say oh, yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say also, while I decided that I didn't want to watch the movies to waste my time, I did decide I will watch the trailers at least. <laughs> and then I didn't. So. And then you did, did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have seen the Avatar trailer like years ago whenever the movie like first came out. It was like I had seen it on accident. So in the spirit of kindness, actually, mm-hmm. would you mind going first? I, I could do that. I, could do I that. appreciate that. Uh, so first starting off with the easiest thing to tear apart is the, the title of the movie itself. Uh it's it's I mean okay Dragon both. Ball Z. There's <laughs> no, no dragons it's, it's or even balls. less than that. It's even less than that. So I mean yes, it's it's probably okay. It's it's shown off and people talk about it a lot with these movies that whoever created these these live added live action adaptations did not watch the source material at all. They don't know anything about it. And I think that's even prevalent with the title because Dragon Ball in the movie title is one word. And every other time, it's two words. It's two words. It's two words. Even just that. Even just that. That's, it's like knockoff brand. <laughs> it is. And so, and, and Robbie even mentioned Dragon like. Dragon Ball Y. <laughs> don't don't to part, take all my arguments. No, 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 no. Okay. You mentioned you saw the trailer and yeah. you watched some yeah, like fan made trailer. And that one actually looked that better. That trailer looked amazing. <laughs> it Are you looked kidding? better than the actual. It, it was a Bandai proof of concept trailer, um, and it looked absolutely like fantastic. using clips from the actual movie. No, no it was live action like, as well. Like it was they live, made it was their live own. action, yeah. but I think Bandai made their own. I found it on the uh. YouTube while doing the Googles. Uh, so yeah, okay. So I took I took some notes. I took some notes. Crap! I don't have notes. <laughs> they aren't good notes. notes. <laughs> no, it's just uh, okay. So more so just guidelines. What? Within Dragon Ball Evolution, besides the t- getting past the title and the incorrect usage of that, at least. I think that's a pretty good argument. That's a pretty good argument right there. Boom. Case closed. No. Uh, Goku, uh, with both of these movies, really. But Goku is, he doesn't look, okay, well, actually, Last Airbender. Actually, the character looks like Ang, Ang, Ang. Right, they pronounce it wrong in the movie. They right? pronounce it wrong in the movie. Yeah, we'll I, get I, there. I didn't yeah. that. <laughs> so it's, cor- it's correct pronunciation is Ong, right? Or is it Ang? 
Ang. It is Ang. Okay, okay. I I watched a lot of you know clips and stuff like that, so I'm confused of which is right. But I Ang is correct. Okay, so he at least looks like his character. Goku looks nothing like him. He's just a C-rate again an actor. If you're listening to this, I'm, I apologize. Uh, he's just a C-rate actor. Like they're like, okay, what cheap actor can we get that actually looks you know halfway decent and has spiky hair? All right, cast him. Like that was that was it. That was it. The uh, the actor for last yes absolutely the actor for last uh, last Airbender actually knows martial arts like so the martial arts he does in the movie like it actually looks pretty cool and stuff so no nowhere near that with uh, Dragon Ball Evolution yes it has terrible CGI both have terrible CGI but uh, the even beyond the CGI the actual practical effects look atrocious as well like. They they have a budget. I think it was like uh, thirty thousand or thirty million. Thirty thousand. It looks like it. Thirty million. <laughs> and I was hoping that it wouldn't make that budget. I was like, well, look at this. It's it's so bad. It didn't make. It, it did. It somehow doubled it. Both movies did. Wow. I don't know how. Like yours had one hundred one hundred fifty million. You've done more research. It made over three hundred. <laughs> well, I'm just you know I'm just trying to yeah. What year was yours made? Oh, goodness. Uh, I do not know. 2004, I want to say, maybe. I can look it up in two seconds. 2009. 2009. So, yeah. Uh, so, not long ago. Not long enough. Uh, okay. So, there's so many plot holes within this movie. So, I watched, uh, if you ever check out the YouTube channel, Cinema Sins. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched that. And it was, of course, over 9,000. That's like the Dragon Ball Z. I mean, you probably know that reference, at least. I don't. No? Okay. So, there's like these like scanner things. And there's like, his power level's over 9,000. It's like this whole thing. Because they, they can scan the power levels of different individuals and fighters and stuff. Oh. And that's where that came from. So, yeah. Anytime you see that, it's a Dragon Ball Z reference. Um yeah, I, I was pretty disappointed by Dragon Ball Z. I've never seen it, but from what I have seen, I don't see many dragons <laughs> or very many Pokeballs, which is what I was expecting. They're, they're not Pokeballs, they're Dragon Balls. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, there's at least like one dragon. That's true. Yeah, we lost half our audience. <laughs> yeah, is, is of it half. Like, yeah, the dragon is the one that originally <laughs> like had the balls or emitted the balls, laid the balls. So wait, there are balls? There are balls. There yes. are okay. physical balls. Yeah. I've never seen balls. And there, there is at least, <laughs> at minimum, <laughs> there's one dragon. <laughs> So, I mean, it's not a total misnomer, but... <laughs> yeah, so... And the where whole the Z thing, came from, we're not sure. So, the whole thing it's was... the end of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, the whole thing is, the plot is, there's this evil guy, Piccolo, who is in a, encased in some, like, uh, enchanted teapot. It's not actually a teapot, it just looks like a teapot. And they so like, he's a genie. G, you know, eons ago, eons ago, they, yeah, he's not, no, not really. Uh, like a genie. <laughs> that's a <laughs> lamp. That's like a lamp. One. That's not, he kind of like looks, looks up, yeah. yeah. So eons ago, he was locked inside of this enchanted teapot and it was buried in the middle of the earth. And the, like, you get this like introduction, this like bad narration to start off with. And then it's narration and there's writing. Like given the whole like uh, was it um, so you're supposed exposition. to read text and there's you're supposed to, yeah yeah it's like it narrated it's like a bad PowerPoint presentation like okay Here's some we can read it on top of other exposition <laughs> yes and they talk about how he's like enchanted blah, blah blah and then like in the first ten minutes you see him like out in the wild like he's just he's released he's broken free it's never talked about how he got out or even why it matters that he was locked away for 
centuries or whatever. And this like, isn't a plot point from the show at all. This is no, a no, no, no. new thing. Yeah, yeah. This is just like within the movie, okay, Piccolo, and he wants to bring the seven Dragon is Piccolo Balls. Piccolo a character in the show? Yes, yeah, okay. he's at least a character in the show. Um, which, I, if I recall correctly, he it's still like he's a villain at first, but then he becomes a good guy. Because I know that he does train and is uh, eventually on the same team as Goku and the other protagonists. Um, but in this, he's evil. And I think at first he was evil as well. Uh, so the whole thing is he wants to get the seven Dragon Balls together. He wants to get the seven Dragon Balls together. Because when you do that, you summon Shenron? Shenron? Yeah. Shenra? Shenra. Uh, and uh, that dragon grants you one wish. So... That's the whole. That's the whole premise of the movie, and I don't think they ever said like what he wanted, like immortality or something like that. Something lame, dumb thing. Uh, so that's that's the thing. Like, okay, a bad guy wants seven balls to grant a wish, and then good guy has to stop him for some reason. And there was like all kinds of like weird other things with like there's a blood moon and there's an eclipse and there's this and that, and it was ridiculous. But the whole fact of, like, okay, here's the exposition at the beginning, and, oh, by the way, it doesn't matter because, like, I think literally within uh, the first few minutes they say, oh, and rules don't matter or something like that. Like, literally, that was, like, part of the exposition, the narration all serious and overly uh, to be taken, overly dramatic, and they're like, oh, yeah, rules don't matter. Like, and then later on in a fight scene he says that too. But uh, also, as well as... Uh, the score was trash. It was it was bad. Um, again, I apologize if you're listening to this, but the same guy who did the score for this movie uh, also did it for Transformers Prime, the Expendable Trilogy, Now You See Me, and Tokyo Drift. So he doesn't even have like a good like redeeming list. I think there was like one or two movies that were like okay that he did the score for. Uh, unfortunately, those aren't the ones. And yeah, it was it was very lackluster. Like there wasn't anything memorable about it. Like that was kind of one of the things that I would say Last Bender, Last Airbender had for it was the score. Like it was it was pretty good. Like it made sense and it was dramatic when it needs to be, and it kind of drove the emotion that it needs to at the right time. So Dragon Ball had none of that. I'm I'm looking up photos of Dragon Ball Z <laughs> movie. Okay. It's ridiculous. It is. It's like, I so know, bad and cheesy. I know it literally one thing about Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> and that's that everyone is just mega shredded. Yeah. And this guy, he's like, he's like smaller than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, amazing, right? <laughs> he's like, oh, he's got a pretty face and spiky hair. Cast him. How much really pay? You know, how much does he need to pay? All right, good. That's in our budget. Done. <laughs> like... <sighs> The acting, of course, was bad, and it was supposed to be, you know, these hey, movies... Hey, my nephew likes that movie. <laughs> yeah, get him. Like that show? <laughs> um, you know, and it's supposed to be cheesy and over the top because it is cartoon and stuff like that. It is Japanese animation. That's typically, like, their style, which is nothing wrong. You know, it's, it's just part of the culture. And they did it so bad. Like, it wasn't even like, okay, let's keep it in line with that. It was just bad acting and which like yes last airbender has that too but oh in spades <laughs> in my defense <laughs> it's worse and there was at least redeeming qualities throughout last airbender there's you know a few moments here and there that like you can feel that emotion behind the actors there was none of that do they, do they explain it like oh this is him whenever he's younger so that's why he's not as jacked no he's this is no. his age the entire time Oh. Yeah, it's same, same like two weeks or something like that. Like it all takes place in a like, and it makes no sense. Like they're like, oh, it's gonna the eclipse is gonna happen in seven days, so the bad guy needs to, is gonna get the seven balls before then. 
and then like they're like, okay, it's gonna happen in two days. Like it, the timeline doesn't match. It's it's frustrating. It's what's what's interesting <laughs> as you make that point, like that final point. I'm sitting here yeah. thinking about it, kind of in context. Like if you know the story of Avatar: The Last Airbender. We're actually almost talking about most of the same story. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah, there's, yes. like, a comet coming, and we got to get shit done in, like, seven days. We're going to mark. Yeah, like, it's just really fun. By the way, is there cursing a lot on this? I'm sorry. I just Not yet. Word. Mm. I apologize. Uh, Minimal. Bleep that out. We'll bleep it out. Yeah, we'll okay, but um, I do feel a little unequipped because I, I wish I had watched the mo- that movie now, but it, it seems so. No, you don't. You it don't. It seems you so destocked <laughs> that it would have been, like, just no torture and pain. <laughs> Yes, they both I, are. Like, worse than Sharknado. I would also like to add, I just Googled Goku cosplay just to see what comes <laughs> up. And literally every single one is looks more like Goku yeah, than, yeah. than the, the, act, than the, the one yes. they picked for the movie. It's like, just pick some random nerd. From yes. <laughs> <laughs> you would make his dream come true, right, and he would to- knock the part out of the park like it was, yeah, 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 for sure. That's amazing. What you got, Robbie? What you got? Well, I was going to say, we're we about to order first, and then I have no idea what's going to happen here. I don't want to be interrupted let's, Yeah, mid- let's, let's, let's wait until after, and you can do your... Okay, thank you. But yeah, it, it does seem like both have a lot of the same issues. I did watch the... Uh, pitch meeting for Last Airbender. <laughs> I don't know if he did one for Dragon Ball Z. Probably Dragon Ball Evolution. His or one Dragon word. Ball Evolution. No Z, <laughs> which makes no sense because there's no there's no evolution let's throughout just skip, it. Let's like, just skip the uh, the Dragon colon and the, the space between evolution and Dragon Ball. We just put the whole thing together. Oh my yes. god! But it, it, so before we get into it, because we're about to order, I, I would like to point out there's some actual, there are some commonalities even I've noticed about these movies. Oh, yeah. Both were uh, directed by directors that should have known better. Yeah. Both appear to have been directed by directors that never actually watched the source material. Like, uh, yeah. okay, so the act, the, the director for uh, uh, Dragon Ball at least apologized. He at least was like, I'm sorry uh, for why the... Like, he at least was that like... That should make it all better right there. I have not yet <laughs> received my apology for M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> not at all. Not and at I've all. demanded it online in numerous locations. He has seen <laughs> at least once. He still <laughs> defends it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still right. defends it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He, he does defend it? Yeah. And my, he's like, oh, it's the critics. And, you know, it's just different cultures. And not everyone understands. And, like, he, like, compared himself to, like, Wrong. classic directors from the back. Like, I was like, no. Wrong. <laughs> you cannot be like, well, you know, Alfred Hitchcock, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Like, all these, like, directors. That I think like, I would have rather had so Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> do this one. That would have been so great. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. We're okay. going to order. We'll be right back. There are a few things, by the way, that separate me from these gentlemen. They're both much more internet savvy, well linked in. They watch a lot more pop culture, like YouTube stuff. They also both really like orange chicken, which <laughs> I totally just like did not get. I've never understood really? the love of orange chicken. It's oh, so man. weird. Um, so let's talk about Avatar, Avatar: The Last Airbender. First of all, unfortunately, you have stolen one of my main points, but it's it's kind of in a, a much larger context. So. I want you to first imagine <laughs> that like someone it. hands you the keys to a castle. It's a preset fan base, gigantic fan base, with a huge, huge marketing budget behind it, etc. All M. Night Shyamalan had to do was not mess this up. 
and he could have made millions of dollars and it would have been awesome. Now, I can't speak personally if a how, do you remember what the budget was for Avatar the Last Airbender cuz you looked into it and I didn't? Uh, I think about 150 million. Okay. I don't know if 150 million dollars is enough to make a good movie. That's not really something that is for me to say. What I can say is however it was spent was wrong. <laughs> so we have they this did use that money and they did make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're first of all we, we have this pre-made like preset universe already flushed out with a beautiful story. M. Night Shyamalan and the writers have a couple of distinct challenges that they have to overcome. They have to pare down the, the plot line a little bit because they're mm -hmm. only dealing with book one. They have to find ways to state kind of what's going on in the Avatar universe subtly and quickly so that you can be keyed into why the war with the Fire Nation is going on, etc., etc. You have to understand why is Aang, Aang is in the bubble, etc. Now, I would make the assumption that most people going to go see this movie have actually seen the cartoon, at least is my hope. Um, so maybe some of that could have been glossed over. maybe they over. thought it was going to be full of blue people. Maybe. But <laughs> either way it goes... to Avatar? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Either way it goes, that team accomplished literally none of that. So when you watch the movie, you have no real understanding of what was motivating Fire Nation, why they're going through this. You have no idea why the Northern Water or Southern Water Tribe, excuse me, has been wiped out, why Katara and, uh, and Sokka are kind of loners. Like, so you don't really have an idea of what's happening in the universe. Probably same with Dragon Ball. They yes. just skip over most of it anyway. Yes. Now, that would have actually been excusable had it been kind of keeping to the theme. But we have a Katara who, if you wanted to describe her as a strong female role, by the way, in the show, Katara is a hugely strong female role. In this one, she's cast kind of more as a semi-helpless spirit guide. Uh, Sokka, who is kind of a clown in the show and has this like big personality that, that makes him charming and endearing to the audience, they essentially just gutted that and said, no, you're just kind of here because you're part of the story, but we're not really going to use you very much. And then you have Ong. First of all, as uh, my friend Ryan pointed out earlier, the name isn't Ong. If you have ever watched the movie or watched the TV show, excuse me, you know that the name is Ang. They this say it out loud. Right. Several <laughs> times. Hear with your ears. This is not a debatable fact. This is part of the canon of the universe. His name is Ang. He has a flying buffalo. He is a descendant of the of the last air temple. Like, we know these things for a fact. If M. Night Shyamalan had chosen to watch the first six episodes, which I get they're a little hard to get into because that, that's not where the show picks up, but he at least watch the first six episodes. If you're not into it, maybe you shouldn't be directing <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't direct it. Right. And maybe they shouldn't, no one should go like, we shouldn't hand a man that doesn't really dig this show $150 million for this adaptation, should we? So <laughs> they should have given it to you. Right out of the gate. <laughs> It's kind of proven to me that whoever was writing this, directing this, etc., has no real linkage to the source content. 
or they would have known that better and they could have caught it during the first reading at the table. They could have caught it a number of times. Now, above and beyond that, you are right. Aang does know, uh, the, the actor that plays Aang does know some martial arts. Uh, that being said, I'm pretty certain that everyone else cast for the movie does not. <laughs> so while in Dragon Ball, everyone is kind of equally bad at martial arts, <laughs> you now have one person as a focus in a film where everyone else looks indeed incompetent. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty terrible. Um, the the visuals, I mean, uh, you know, we had a $150 million budget. You had a $30 million budget. Of course, the visuals in Avatar The Last Airbender look better. That being said, the vast majority of the spectacular visuals that are played out during fight scenes have little to no connection with the battle or the powers at all. So... While, yeah, there are some visually stunning moments, most of them are gutted. And actually, this is exemplified by the fact that we only see the Avatar state once in the entire movie. It's not explained that that is the Avatar state. He just What's kind of... Avatar state? What's that? Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so when the Avatar, um, sometimes under situations of duress, later on when he just learns to channel it in general, the Avatar will inhabit what's called the Avatar state, where essentially his past lives are reactivated, mm-hmm. and he gains power and knowledge and ability from all previous Avatars. So, like, Ooh. let's say that an Avatar seven generations back came up with a very specific form of waterbending that's virtually unknown. Like, when Aang is in the Avatar state, he has access to that ability. Uh, hence Avatar. Like, right. he's the Avatar. He is He is the Avatar. Oh, yeah. So, so the Avatar I always state... I what that which name came from. <laughs> I, will, I will say, if there's a positive about M. Night Shyamalan and how this was all done, the art... art um, Sorry, the visual representation of the Avatar state in the movie is actually kind of interesting. In the fact that when Aang's arrow starts to glow and his eyes start to glow, meaning he's entered the Avatar state, it's not just a glowing arrow. In fact, there's a pattern in there. Mm That is probably the only good thing M. Night Shyamalan did in this movie, but it's actually a very cool thing to to imagine a tattoo Mm -hmm. that glows with a pattern because of the Avatar state. So I thought that was really cool. But it's exemplified at the end of the movie by the Avatar state. I think this whole movie is encapsulated by this, where he glows blue. The only thing he does that's of interest in the Avatar state is water bending, which is the only other bending they demonstrate in the movie. I thought he was the airbender. He is an airbender, but again, in the Avatar, he's able to control all four elements and have access to the knowledge of all four elements. And he slowly learns those over time, by the way. So if you've only watched the movie, go watch the show. You can watch Aang, <laughs> Aang uh, go through all four elements. But anyway, I digress. So many tangents. But you see him enter this Avatar state. It's beautifully done. He's on a ship. He is controlling a giant wave, which, by the way, that was not a $150 million wave, if you ask me. (laughs) It looks pretty cheap and cheesy, as do the boats, but whatever. And then right as he's actually about to do something cool with the Avatar state, he takes a breath, relaxes, exits, and allows the wave to kind of ebb to the edge of the boat. And that's it. Yeah, because you didn't want to be his whole thing was like in those kind of moments. Like he wants to bring the tribes back together, I, and so he knew that violence isn't going to be the answer. Like it has been. I'm not in the past. asking this from a story standpoint or a plot <laughs> standpoint. I'm strictly saying that they took one of the coolest 
functions of the Avatar, one of the coolest abilities. They demonstrated it a little bit. They gave you a taste of it, and then they just let it go, pulled out, and walked away. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Yeah. And, and and that's kind of where they leave the movie, like almost as if they anticipated you were going to get more of the story in later episodes, which, of course, never came fruition because M. Night Shyamalan doesn't know how to do it. So it's the whole movie is this this buildup of anticipation to Avatar fans. Some of it even goes so far as to slightly pander to us, despite the fact that he has totally butchered details of the universe. And then when they finally are about to give you something that's cool, that's interesting, that was worth paying $150 million to create, they drop the bomb, kill your boner, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. And you don't know where they go from there, and they don't wrap any of it up, and you don't know what happens to Katara. Now, all this is to say, of course, like Ryan had said, the characters don't really um, look like what they would have. Aside from Aang, they mm. actually did an okay job of finding an actor to portray Aang. Um, the, the motions yes, kid. <laughs> in the battles, the the forms and the flow that they would have shown with like a waterbender versus an airbender are not really well defined. Like in the show, you can tell what kind of bender somebody is going to be just by the motions they make before it. Because there are certain motions that are attributed with the flow of air or the flow of water versus the flow of fire versus the flow of earth. Mm -hmm. So like you'll see a lot of earthbenders, for instance, like they'll come out with it with an elbow up like a 90 degree thing mm -hmm. and like a, a raised thing. They'll stomp on the ground. They'll put that up and something comes up. Firebenders, you typically see them with a lot more straight stuff. Airbenders are very flowy. Waterbenders are kind of like in between the mix. So none of the martial arts stuff that actually happens in the movie portrays any of that. And they paid such attention to detail in the show about it. It's almost ridiculous. Um... So yeah, I, the I guess the funny thing is like they, it's not like they didn't know about that because they had that they had those all those uh, those moves in the intro like the intro oh, before yeah, the movie yeah. starts like the credit like they had those different right. like the fire they had <laughs> the, the earth they had, and then they're like okay we're not going to utilize this throughout the entire film so so <laughs> why do I like say that Avatar like, is the worst adaptation of it well in in Dragon Ball Z you have a lot of elements that are just totally unworldly. Like, a lot of the fighting is over-exaggerated. A lot of the martial arts are way over-exaggerated. Like, you go in... In the movie, did they do that over It is a little over-exaggerated. Like, you see well. a, a yeah. scene in the the, uh, a city where, like, uh, some somebody explodes their power level or something. You see, like, a shockwave come out and stuff. Like, it, it, the, the Dragon Ball movie at least holds true to the over-exaggeration of the powers and things like that, etc. In Avatar, I feel like they totally neutered it and just totally disavowed any knowledge of the universe that was already in place. It would be like saying that the Marvel Cinematic Universe could go ahead and create like, I don't know, spider fi fire hydrant, like, and then just call it something totally different that still relates to spiders, like arachnid hydrant. I'm looking at a yellow fire hydrant at this point. <laughs> but they call it like arachnid hydrant, and it does none of the same stuff that Peter Parker does, but for some reason it's still in the lore. Like, this movie had nothing to do with the universe that was already in creation, which is why people wanted to see it, and just took it all, like everything that was good, they just took it away. That's as prepared as I am for today. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
It seems like, like there's a lot of the same arguments for both of them. Yeah, Unfortunately, like, there's actually more sure. commonality than there is difference in this, <laughs> yeah. other than budget. And they were yeah. a year apart, right? Uh, like 2009, 2010? Probably, yeah, maybe. I don't know when the I looked it up at Avatar was okay. 2010. But like, I seem, okay, okay. I seem so, to yeah. remember like in the Dragon Ball movie, Goku was called Goku. <laughs> <laughs> and like, isn't one of them's called Piccolo? Well, so he, and he it's had actually it named... Piccolo, <laughs> like they they named him the right thing, but they made him look completely different. Yes, Whereas and Avatar, as well as he looks like him, but it, they named him wrong. Yes, but he, but you mentioned the whole like the fighting style and stuff like that. Like a part of it of the Dragon Ball is their key. Like that's a big part of it. That's how they get their power and stuff like that. Uh, it's shown throughout the film that Goku has issue with it, of course, until it comes to the right time and it saves him because plot device. But when it's shown in special effects, it's just shown as like a wind kind of like somebody joked online about it. It was like a, it was like a special effects fart. Like it's just like, <laughs> it's just like wind pushing over it. Like the, the effect of it is like he's uh, an airbender or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. And they even, the funny thing is in the Dragon Ball Evolution, they actually make a reference to, Oh yeah, that's not how you, you're an airbender or something like that. Like they even, they even mention airbending in the Dragon Ball Evolution. Hold on. Wait, Can we take a pause for a second? <laughs> you just made me win the game <laughs> because what you just said is, the people who worked on Dragon Ball Z at least have watched Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> and we have no proof that the people that made Avatar The Last Airbender have actually watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, they got they got they did get a lot right with this show of like the fact that there's different tribes and they each have their fundamental core values. And throughout the the movie as a whole, literally none of that. They have that, yeah. Huh? Like the fire tribes, they're shown to be the strong, very up, like uh, like war driven kind of tribe. The earth uh, tribe is shown to be uh, more peaceful to some degree. Uh, the water tribe more secluded to themselves, and they, they show that throughout. Like okay. there is little elements trickled you, throughout. Okay, and I think it was I think it was summed up uh, sure. in this in I this. <laughs> I think there was a summed up that uh, somebody said online I saw and it was reverted like it was Don't said go quoting other through research all, at me. no 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 no, no. <laughs> it was it was said it was not even research it was uh so the people making Aver the last airbender because actually avatar isn't even in the name title probably because of trademark stuff but it's just last airbender yeah. so they both got the titles wrong in both <laughs> movies <laughs> you know knocked out uh, minus no, point actually, for each avatar the last airbender was a licensed film from nickelodeon so, like, M. Night Shyamalan did have approval to make that happen. Okay, like, and they just didn't want to use Avatar. It's just Last Airbender. Right, or <laughs> or the right name. Yes, yes. You know. Um, what was I saying? Oh, no, I had a thing. Avatar oh, so somebody Last said, Air yes. Turner. <laughs> yes. Somebody said, so at least with The Last Airbender, it was like they were aiming at a target and they just missed the bullseye a lot. But with Dragon Ball Evolution, they weren't even aiming at the target. It was it was the the how many times and how wrong they got the characters, the motivations. Like at least with the last Airbender, like you mentioned, different motivation that they had that kind of like you know the the fundamental values of each character. It was I mean you you take a character like um, Namcha who is, is supposed to be this very serious fighter. He's got a sword all the time. Like he's very. Uh, takes himself too seriously. It's the, kind of the contrast with Goku. He's very childish, very you know, kid like. Uh, 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 
Namcha. And they make him a comedic relief, dumb guy who is now just seeking after one of the girls in the movie, who also her motivation was way out. And it's like they didn't get any of the characters like motivation right. Katara and like the in in the in Avatar, like Sokka and Katara's motivation was literally to just be a sidekick to Aang. And like and they totally gutted Sokka. He wasn't he didn't get the comic relief part right. But he also didn't get the heroic bravery thing right. But he also didn't get, like, literally, I mean, just any element that made up Sokka was not present in this Sokka. Sorry to the actor, you obviously <laughs> didn't watch the show. Like, all you had to do was carry a boomerang around with a jewel in it and freaking be excitable and be defensive of your sister and egg what it's required. And you had the part. Yeah. That's it. And, and none, I don't feel like that existed in the movie either. So I think, if anything, what we have to admit is... That these are both the worst movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I also try to go into like critic ratings to see like the, the thing that <laughs> they were both bad. But critically the reason why too. I continue to argue that Avatar is still worse. It had a bigger budget. I, I can't really say if it has a bigger fan base or not. I, I unfortunately don't really know those numbers. Yeah, I, I, I kind of believe it does. It, it had bigger backing, like it had the backing of Nickelodeon and Viacom, and so like it had major freaking oversight. It had a producer that like him or hate him, because he is a little weird at times. Like at least he does have experience making a good movie, even if he's only done it once or twice out of the twenty at bats. Um, like it had enough potential that it actually could have been something. And instead, they just hired a bunch of B-rate actors, poured it all into the visual effects, screwed that up, too, and took all the good stuff away when it was finally about to happen. So I do want to add, I just looked up Rotten Tomatoes for both of them. Okay. Uh, Last Airbender, (laughs) the Rotten Tomatoes rating was 5%. Awesome. And That's the four percent higher than it should have been. <laughs> the audience score was thirty percent. Awesome. Whereas Dragon Ball Evolution, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score was fifteen percent, but the audience score was only twenty percent. Oh. oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, boy, this is a tough one. So, the, so it looks like the audience liked Dragon Ball Evolution even less, but critics liked Avatar. Or liked the last Airbender less. Yeah, so it was flipped. They're both really well, bad scores. Really both very, bad. Very scores. very bad. And I think I'm it's really collectively. So them. let's see. Uh, I think it was fifty. Was it you know thirty million and then one hundred. So it's a hundred and eighty million dollars that literally could have gone to so much right. better things. <laughs> That's the agreement. You could have fed poor people. So much. You could have housed people. You, you could have made a good movie. <laughs> you you could have made a you good. You could have dumped it into a political campaign <laughs> that would have actually generated some traction and been cool. What did you do? You bastardized two great franchises by totally departing. And the part that hits me harder than any of it is, I had five times the budget and still sucked harder. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much I, of that money M. Night Shyamalan just carried off in a wheelbarrow. Like, <laughs> just like, okay, bye, guys. $150 million budget. Here's $130 million for me. <laughs> here's $15 million for special effects. And $5 million to hire actors. And here's my nephew that's, I guess, good at acting. <laughs> now, if there's one good point, by the way, for, for both, I will admit they were nice enough to hire Asian actors, which is correct to both. Sometimes. Goku, uh, Goku's main character wasn't. He was just a white guy. 
He's been in Shameless. Uh, same with uh, Bulma. Uh, she's another like actress, American actress. Like, I think there was a few uh, people of Asian descent, but uh, Last Airbender had a lot more. So there we yeah. go. <laughs> the whitewashing was say, bad in both, but it was worse in Dragon Ball. I believe. And neither of them are that Egyptian <laughs> that's movie true. that came out a couple of years ago. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Or Last Samurai. All the, oh, Sam- all the whitest <laughs> people <laughs> playing all the Middle, middle Eastern. <laughs> So, I will say, whenever Last Airbender first came out, I saw the trailer. It was, like, in the beginning of some other movie that I was watching. Uh, So, I was forced to watch the trailer. (laughs) And I didn't know anything about Avatar Last Airbender, the show. Um, And I saw that, and I was like, oh, that looks like it could be kind of cool. Just because it's like, you know, he's, like, spinning the stick around and Mm -hmm. blowing candles out. And then there's, like, a bunch of pirate ships or something. And I was like... That looks like it could be interesting, and then immediately everyone said how terrible it was. I'm not mistaken, by the way, the candle thing never happens in the show. Really? Like, yeah, there's so that a, scene is fake. Not a moment that that ever happens in that universe. <laughs> However, there is a candle like, scene. Never happens in the show, or never happens in the movie. <laughs> never happens in the show. Oh, okay. So. However, there is a Sometimes candle movie scene. Trailers have that's true. That there is a candle scene like that uh, in Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> that exact thing. He's like Perfect. airbending essentially to blow out some candles because there was a girl involved. And yeah. Now, can I, I in the I movie or in the show? In the movie. That's hilarious. in the show. No, it's a powerful key. It's a very powerful like the Kamehameha. Like it's a blast that yeah. can literally oh, destroy yeah. cities. That I know. And it's I like when it's like air blue. It's like you know CGI fart. Like sorry. Now I, I hope Ryan will agree with me on this as a departure from as we sit here and say how bad these movies are we we want you to know i haven't watched dragon ball it's not my thing personally not at least a lot of it um but they're both actually very popular series mm-hmm. um i i personally encourage everyone under the sun to watch avatar the last airbender the nickelodeon show is filled not only with awesome action dialogue but actually great lessons uh, as a recent parent like that will be required viewing by my child, <laughs> you know. And that part part of me was really about Dragon Ball. The reason why I never really got into it was because, like, to me there was no purpose to it. Like, all it was is you were just constantly watching people going around the world, assessing each other's power levels, and then deciding if they want to beat each other up or not. Like, and they're trying to get to the Dragon Balls. But there wasn't really a lot of, like, interesting stuff in that universe. And every single power level just seems... Like, so they're all like over 9,000 by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I would say with uh, Avatar, the show, like there is like core things throughout the entire franchise that is shown to be like, you know, valid, uh, you know, things to look out for, you know, peace and, and teach. Like there's moments throughout the entire thing of teachable moments kind of right. thing uh, with, through Dragon Ball. Like you don't really get too much of that. It's more so like the character arcs that the characters have. Like sometimes those are good, like, you know, certain motivations or whatever that happens throughout a long span of, of shows or books. Um, yeah, it's more so the character versus like an overall thing. Like, yeah, yeah I agree with that. So, so I mean, if, not, if you gain nothing else from this podcast, it's please go back and watch Avatar first. And if you just want to watch action, go watch some Dragon Ball Z as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, I could agree with that. Okay, Ty. Okay, so I need to make a decision on which one's worse. <laughs> which loser which is of these most loser? I have not seen. <laughs> which uh, is the biggest loser? There we go. Well, that's tricky. And and I thought Rotten Tomatoes was going to help me out with my decision, and it didn't because <laughs> it was split. Um, I think I, Rotten Tomatoes showed, and by the way, that more 
fan base, like just normal, passionate about the subject, hate Dragon Ball, and more people that are educated on filmmaking hated Avatar. <laughs> and that's so funny. <laughs> like, I would have, like, from what you guys described, I would have thought it would be flipped. Because it seems like Avatar, where it failed, was um, in holding up to the show and how good it was and the fan base and everything, mm-hmm. what they would expect. And Dragon Ball, it seems like what it failed was it was just a B-movie just where everything was a knockoff and they mm-hmm. didn't even get the name right. And yes. the people look completely different. It's mm-hmm. just like, here's the Costco brand version of the Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> do not drag Kirkland brands into this. They do good things. Okay, not, uh, sorry, not Costco. Here's the... Sam's Club? <laughs> uh, like, fake thing you get from Amazon? I don't know. Oh, yeah, an Amazon Basics version. There we go. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so what were your verdicts? T- what was your uh, parameters that you had set? Uh, so my parameters I had in my head were loyalty to the show, which seems <laughs> like they both failed. Um, like cinematic worthiness, which it seems like they both failed. I don't I would say, I don't know. It, it I mean, granted, I know my case is supposed to be defending Dragon Ball Evolution, but like, I feel like cinematically... Last Airbender does look better overall based, because, based like, they actually shot, they actually statement. did have, like, on location shooting. With Dragon Ball Evolution, it was all just trash green screen, like, two what? shots that are outside. Sorry, go on. I, I will say, Sorry. like, based on the bits of trailer and movie posters I saw, Dragon Ball looks way worse. <laughs> like, Avatar, it looks like, oh, maybe that could be okay. Um, and, like I said, seeing the trailer at first, I was like, that looks like it could be neat. Um, so I think Dragon Ball wins the loss there. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it, I, I it agree with that because like it, it like Last Airbender is more inviting. Like you see the trailer, you see this the promotional stuff put out, and it's like, okay, okay, I like this Dragon Ball. You're like, whoa, this looks bad. I gotta watch it. Like I have zero I, desire to watch I, the Dragon Ball. I, I yeah. argue that we had, but I feel it's more painful when you watch Last Airbender because had, of that. We had. All the right things in the universe totally ignored. <laughs> Five times the budget and didn't even get two times the movie that Dragon Ball was. <laughs> like, yeah. I, w- I would say from what I have not seen, <laughs> Dragon so Ball, lucky. Dragon Ball seems like the worst movie, but Avatar seems like the worst letdown. The bigger failure. Yeah. So they so put more money into it. Both had a better <laughs> thing to go off of. And... <laughs> had a director that's known for mm-hmm. making movies that are successful. Yeah. I think you have to pick one and I think we have to respect it though. So which is it? We can't we, we'll Ryan and I will no longer Based on my case. own desire <laughs> to watch a movie, I'm going to say Dragon Ball loses. Okay. Just because All right. <laughs> it looks like it's terrible. Dragon Ball loses. <laughs> by that, it means it wins? Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. You, Ryan wins by saying Dragon Ball was worse. <laughs> but uh, I, I can see how people are more let down by Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that for sure. So Absolutely. you're both winning losers. <laughs> yes. By the way, in Avatar news, Netflix did license and begin the production on a live action Avatar The Last Airbender. Unfortunately, yeah. the people that originally came up with the concept mm, uh, decided yep. to part ways with the showrunners. So hmm. now we we may not just have one <laughs> abysmal high budget failure, but two abysmal yeah. high budget failures. Uh, Netflix. So, uh, also, yeah. Oh. Also on this similar topic, 
I was always really bummed at the Percy Jackson movie that came out, the live-action movie, because the books yeah, yeah. are actually really good, and the movie was horrible, and they're making a show, so hopefully they redeem it with that. Is it a Netflix show? No, Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's hope for that at least. That's what we can come out of this. Hopeful for streaming platforms, and maybe they can do better. Yay. The ball's hanging pretty low. Or worse. <laughs> the ball's hanging pretty low. Dragon Far. balls. <laughs> The dragon balls hanging low. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. All right. Sounds good. Well, let us know which one you hated more <laughs> or would like to see done correctly this time if they do did it again. Um, and let us know what else you think we should debate. Boycott M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very long hashtag. If you <laughs> oh, my God. I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen worse. Well, that's it. That's all I got. I'm Ryan. I'm Ty. And I'm Robbie occasionally. Kamehameha! <laughs> what, what is it? No, that was perfect. You didn't do it correctly, so that's right. What, what is it that they do? <laughs> Kamehameha! That's what I said. I was let down by that as I am yes. the Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> <laughs>